Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we have uncut press conference audio from Ryan Day's Sunday media availability just minutes after finding out that Ohio State would in fact be making the college football playoff in 2022 and that they would square off in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta against the number one Georgia Bulldogs. In the press conference, he talks about the tumultuous week following the loss against Michigan, how his team has gotten back up for the opportunity to win a national title, and much more. One thing I will note is that this press conference happened on Sunday, so at the time there were a lot of questions about Jackson Smith and Jigba's availability for the game. Since then, as you likely know, Jackson has announced that he will not be able to play, that instead he will focus on rehabbing in time for the NFL draft. If you're finding this episode on our website, LandGrantHolyLand.com, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to the Land Grant Holy Land Podcast Network. We're going to be having so much coverage throughout the next month leading up to the college football playoff semifinals. We will have one, if not two, episodes every single day. And now that the men's and women's basketball teams are also on the court, we will have tons of content from our hoops writers as well. All right, with all that out of the way, here is Sunday's press conference with Ryan Day. Uh, exciting day for us, uh, third CFP appearance in the last four years, and so certainly a lot of uh, energy and life in the in the uh, the Woody today. So excited to get going here on this month. Ryan, how do you get your guys back up for this? I'm sure, like I heard your comments earlier today, it seems like it might be not that hard to get them back up for because right. now you have like a, a second life. But it, is that a challenge? Because CJ was talking about things when people asked him, "Are you going to play the bowl game if you guys aren't in the CFPs?" And I'm not sure yet. Is that a challenge to get them back up for this, or is it like not a challenge at all? Oh, I mean, today there was just so much energy in the Woody. Um, you could feel it when you walked in uh, early on. We had a team meeting before the selection and uh, had a staff meeting before and just talked about what the possibilities would be. And then when you saw the name come up, there was just a shot of adrenaline in the whole building. So um, the goal was to be in the CFP at this point. That was it when you started the season. Here we are. Strange way to get here, but, but that's it at the end of the day. So um, it's a new season. And uh, you learn from the past, and there's been precedence on this. You know, you look last year. You know, Georgia, um, you know, lost to Alabama in the SEC championship. I think it was 41-24, and and then went on to win the win the whole thing. So, um, you know, now it's just a matter of what we do moving forward. Um, certainly, you know, the game at the end of the year is going to be in the back of our minds as motivation. But um, now it's just all about maximizing this month. Uh, right behind you, Stephen Meeks, Cleveland. 
speaking of CJ, obviously there's been a lot of conversations about his legacy of a guy who never won a Big Ten championship, he never won the game. He was even talking that much. For a guy like this to get this opportunity to maybe change the way some people view him, you know, how much how big of an opportunity is that for him, and how has he been through all this? I think this whole thing is an unbelievable opportunity. Um, you know, you just never know how these years are going to go, and, and here we are. And um, this opportunity wasn't available a few days ago; wasn't available yesterday, but uh, but it is now, and. I think that's the thing as you look into last week, you know, everyone's just dying to have this opportunity to have a shot to go win this. And, and now we do. And so whoever it is, you know, the, the whole team wants that opportunity. And life's all about that. So what are we going to do with it? That's the challenge here this next month. Ryan, obviously there was so much buildup to the Michigan game and you guys didn't get the result you wanted. So what do you make a change about your approach this time around as you look to achieve a better result? Well, uh, we've been um, – you know, in this CFP three of the last four years. So we have a pretty good plan, I think, for the for this month. You know, we start off really working on fundamentals. We put two uh, practices in last week talking about this being in this very situation. Don't wake up on, on Sunday morning and be surprised if you have an opportunity to go play for a national championship. You know, we're not going to feel sorry for ourselves, but we needed help, and we got help. So I uh, put two good practices in last week, and, and then it all, you know, came, uh, came together this weekend. And so here we are. Um, I think... You know, we did a really good job, um, you know, in, in 2000 of getting ready to play in that Clemson game. You know, we'll use that same formula as we prepare for this game. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, the fundamentals is the first part. we got to really hammer in the first week or so. And then and then it's game plan. And we try to do as much as we can here on campus. And then we get on site down in Atlanta and go through a game week preparation. So, um, you know, certainly looking back on, on the last game, you know, we just had too many explosive plays, you know. And so... As coaches, you got to make sure you're looking at are you putting your players in position to be successful? That's it. And then if not, then why isn't that getting done? And so, um, you know, a lot of uh, looking in the mirror last week and figuring out why that didn't happen. And um, and so, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to accountability and ownership, and it starts with me. And then it goes right to the coaches, then on to the players. And, um, you know, it's easy to point the finger at somebody else or what's the reason why. And what you have to do is take a look hard, hard look in the mirror and figure out why that is. And so, there's a lot of those great conversations that happened last week, as hard as they were, but um, we'll find out if we can come out of this thing stronger. You know, you mentioned a second ago that game at the end of the season, using it as motivation for the potential to have a, a rematch, essentially in the national championship stakes. You know, it's just astounding. Just what would that mean to have that rematch and to use that motivation just to have that possibility where Ohio State and Michigan can meet in the national championship? Just what does that mean? To you? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but that would be unbelievable, right? I mean, it would be um, historic to have that opportunity. Um, and, and to say that we haven't thought about that, of course we have. Everybody's thought about that. But, um, but you know, the draw that we have is we've got to go down to Georgia and, and play the defending national championships in Atlanta, um, which is, you know, if someone said that at the beginning of the year, you get to go play the defending national champs in Georgia. Um, uh, let, let's, let's go do it. You know, you've got to go play those guys in order to go uh, play for a national championship. So uh, that's where our focus is going to go, and then we'll go from there. Um, they're a very good team. Uh, Kirby's obviously done a great job, and, and especially, you know, really breaking that threshold last year on the national championship. That's that's something that I uh, got a lot of respect for. He did that. You know, it, that was a long time coming there, and he did it. And, you know, hats off to him. Uh, and then they came back this year really playing well and did a good job working through the whole season undefeated, played really good in the SEC championship game, and they have a lot of weapons, and they're very well coached. So a uh, big challenge for everybody across the board, but something that going into the season, you know, we knew we were going to be in the situation to go play for it all. You know, George was going to be in the way, and, 
Um, so, however we got here, we're here, and now it's time to go to work. Landis rivals. Hey, Ryan. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, you mentioned on um, Saturday on the ESPN that you know you guys weren't going to play tight. There was not going to be sort of any of that feeling, I guess, maybe you had leading into your last game. Is, is the fact that you all are probably going to be underdogs in a game like this? It's not. A, it's not something this program experiences all that much. Can that can that help you guys play looser on this kind of stage? Um, maybe. Maybe we'll be, we'll we'll have to see as the, as the week goes on and how the as the month goes, but. Um, it all just happened really fast here in the last seven days. So um, get our feet underneath us and go to work. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people um, are going to give us a chance in this game. We'll have to see. But um, but it really is just about the guys and Woody right now and, and their mindset as they go on this this journey here this, this month. But, um, yeah, it'll be something that, um, you know, will be unique to this year. I haven't been in that situation. This past week, did you find it a little refreshing to be able to do that much self-scout and not know what's in front of you just because you can kind of focus on yourself and yourself only and not even be able to think about you know, who you might be playing in, in the weeks ahead? Um, no, I mean, we wanted to be playing the Big Ten Championship game, and, and that hurt. Um, so, no, it was not a good week. It was an awful week. Uh, but um, but we did a lot of that. We looked at self-scout. Um, we looked at Georgia. We looked it up north. Um, you know, even got ahead on the game plans on those. Just that if we're in this situation, let's not be a week behind. You know, we worked pretty hard on that uh, in all three of those areas, and um, and so it, it was good to take a hard look at everything that went on this season and and figure out you know where we need to be as we head into this 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 stretch here in, in uh, December. Brian, as you mentioned, the excitement in this this building. Like you said, this was an expectation. You guys wanted to play for the national championship all year. At what point, or maybe you even talked to them today about it, like you let them have that excitement and then flip the switch and say, okay, we have to we have to get to work to go too. I think you just hit it on both ends. You know that this is this is an opportunity that we didn't have um, just 48 hours ago, and now we do. So what do you want to do with it? And the team that prepares the most, the team that maximizes each day as we head into December 31st, the team that's going to win. That's it, and we can control it. Yesterday we were not in control, and now we are. Um, and that's going to be the challenge. So super exciting for our guys. I mean, there was no target yesterday. We, we, like you said, we had, we had no, nothing to focus on. And then the minute you see your name pop up on that screen, now you got something to work towards. And, and certainly that was uh, really invigorating for the whole program and exciting. Ryan, on, on ESPN yesterday you talked about Moving forward, you're going to play loose, you're going to be aggressive, you're going to go at people. What does that mean to you, and is that something that you didn't do against Michigan? Or Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, when when it all gets taken away from you, you know, it makes you just kind of, you know, sit there and realize, um, you know, that, you know, you're going to have one shot to go play Georgia, you know, or whoever team you play, and that we, we just got to let it all out and let it go. And... Um, you know, there'll be no fear of failure. We're going to go play as hard as we possibly can and, and be aggressive. But that's the way that we've done it here, you know. And so, but it, when it almost all gets taken away from you, it's, it's a stark reminder of, a stark reminder that, you know, you got to make sure that's how way you're playing your game. And that's the way that uh, we're going to attack this month. Ryan, you've talked a lot over the last year or so about the pressure of this program. You can't lose and those type of things. For yeah. you personally, Another loss to Michigan, but now you get this chance to, to prove something on a bigger level, a different level. How do you feel that as opposed to everything else that, that you've talked about? It's an opportunity. 
that you know that you just weren't you weren't guaranteed, and now you have it. And so, what are we going to do with it? That's all I keep thinking about. You know, is that this is an opportunity that wasn't guaranteed, and and now we do have it. So, let's go do it. And um, and certainly, a lot of people counted us out, and and here we are. So, um, I kind of like being in this role, but now we got to go do something with it. Doesn't mean anything if we don't do anything. You know, just being upset or having a second opportunity is not going to mean anything if we don't do anything with it. But uh, what an unbelievable chance! Let's go do something real special. You, know, you used kind of that concept of the underdog in the past. Maybe sometimes even when you guys weren't an underdog, you yeah. you leaned on that a little bit. Well, now you are. I mean, you know, Georgia's defending national champion. Uh, you clearly would be the underdog against Michigan in most cases. How does that sort of change? Does that change the mindset this week? Is it something you have already felt around here a little bit that there's a different chip on the shoulder? I think we'll see as, as the month goes on, but I hear what you're saying. And uh, they're a very, very good team. They're defending national champs. They um, – you know, just put 50 on LSU in the SEC championship game. They're 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 a very good team, and so um, you know we're gonna have to be on our game. We have to play really good, and um, so you know we'll see as as the preparation goes. But um, you know these guys obviously are gonna have our guys' attention in a big way, and they, they know uh, how they have to play in order to win this game. Um, but I mean, how fun is this gonna be to go play down there? I mean, with a team that's just uh, had it all taken away from them, and now they have an opportunity again. So. Um, just excited to get to work here. I know on ESPN today you said that you have an update on Jackson in the coming days. Yeah. Is that decision, is that a decision of whether he's going to play because he, whether he was going to opt in, or is that still a physical matter? Uh, both. Both, Both. yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the right. Speaking of that, Brian, how important is it going to be this next month to get not just Jackson, but everybody healthy, you know, not just physically, but mentally after what happened last week? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Jackson will see, but everybody else, you know, I think we should have. And, um, you know, that was that was a little bit part of the story a little bit this year. And uh, to be at full strength or almost at full strength is going to be important to, to go beat these guys. So, um, yeah, great to get a couple of weeks. And even even last week, got a little bit more rest and um you know, I think that, uh, you know, the running back position, especially those guys, you know, they, it, it was hard for them. There's nobody that wanted to play on, get on the field more than, than Trey and Mayan, um, you know, but they just had some things that were just limiting what they could do. And um, I give a lot of credit for keep trying every week, but it was just, you know, there's, there's two things. There's one, you can get, you know, bruised or you can get kind of hurt. And there's things where you get injured that you just physically can't do it. And, and it gets frustrating. Um, this allows us some time to heal from those so that, you know, we can hopefully get some of that stuff behind us so we can we can have a full-strength team going into it. It's it's a lot. This is probably one of the deepest cars this program's faced in a while, but you have an opportunity to immediately heal it. What is the mindset right now around the Woody? I mean, I just two days ago, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, it was as solemn as it's been. How do you immediately flip the page like that? Well, we talked about it midweek. We went out to practice, you know, and, and a couple guys, and, you know, we talked to the team about, you know, if this happens over the weekend, don't wake up again on Sunday and be like surprised that this is happening. Like this is, this is going to happen and we're going to have an opportunity. And when that opportunity comes, we got to be ready to roll. And, and it's all kind of happened the way that we thought it would. Um, and so now we just got to go run with it and go do it. And again, I keep saying opportunity because if you think about what could be, boy, what, what an amazing story this could be. But, um, but I think our guys understand that they, they know what, um, what happened and they know what could happen. So, at the uh, you know we, the goal was to be in this situation not not fourth not whatever but not to lose that game but to be in the CFP 
we're in the CFP. We're two games away from winning the national championship, and that's the mindset of our guys. Goals. If things break the way they do, there's a chance that every goal is still in front of you, beating, beating Michigan, winning the national title. Is that surreal to think about, to kind of put in perspective where you were just a week ago? Yeah, but it, what's going to matter is if we play better. That's it. I mean, we have to play better on offense. We have to play better on defense. We have to play better on special teams. And if we do, then we'll give ourselves a chance to do that. Um, so we're not going to dream and do all those types of things. we got to get back to work and make sure that we're playing better in all three phases and executing better and playing really, really fast. Front row, middle, uh, Ryan, I have the seating, the rankings fallen, fall a certain way. Possibly you guys could have edged TCU to that third spot and yeah. set up three match in, in Michigan in round one. How would you have felt about that? Or would you just be glad to get in anyway, no matter what? Or what would have liked to have that game? Back to back. Yeah, I mean, it was out of our hands. So, um, like, I think that's the thing that, that hurt the most is that, you know, you just – you weren't in control of everything that went on because of that game. So, um, you know, wherever they put us, they put us, and we were ready to play. And, um, you know, we got to win them both anyways to go go do it. So, we got to take care of business in this first game and go from there. You know, all that stuff's kind of out of our control. Coach, you said after the Michigan game, if you got in, you felt like you guys were a dangerous team. Do you still feel that way? Why? And also, how much of a benefit is it that this will be the third time that you guys have been in, in the playoffs? Yeah, we, you know, again, being there, you know, we know what it's like. Um, but I, I think uh, we're dangerous because, you know, you see us in, in all three phases at, at uh, certainly a good portion of the season playing at a high level. Um, more explosive on offense. We've, we've been really opportunistic on defense and, and had some really good games there. Um, certainly winning, you know, on the road at, at Penn State was a, was a really strong win. And in the end, that's probably put us in that spot because, you know, getting a double-digit win on the road and really what turned out to be one of the top divisions in the country, right? I mean, you had three teams in the top seven. Um, and so uh, when, you, when you look at all that, you know, and, and not playing our best football in the last game, yeah, that makes us dangerous. Right, Ryan, when you talk about these practices on Wednesday and Thursday and being ready, you also and you didn't didn't have a target. How did you evaluate those practices? Like, did you did it actually look like they were working towards something or right. going through the motions? Like, what did you? No, see? no. I mean, it was it was a very focused week. It was very focused. Um, you know, and I thought guys really did a nice job of being locked in. I really did. Um, and I thought we, we came out swinging pretty hard, you know, and then um, and then, you know, a couple plays here and there, obviously, with with the, the explosive plays and then getting ourselves out of rhythm there in the third quarter um, cost us the game and uh, certainly hated the way it ended with, with those couple long runs. I mean, that just that just, you know, ruined the whole day, really. But, um, you know, because it's in seven minutes to go, it's an eight point game. And if you just keep swinging and keep swinging, but it didn't happen. So I um, was obviously very disappointed with that. But uh, but there was still a lot of good good things that happened it wasn't like you know you watch the film and you're like geez we just got completely outmatched it was just a lack of execution too many big plays i don't want to belabor the point because i know there's something maybe not much you can say about it but is there a timeline that jackson has to a deadline to to meet or do we just have to ask all the way up till december 31st yeah we'll see i mean it will we'll see i mean it's uh the whole thing's been unfortunate you know and certainly nobody wants to play more than jackson but um you know there's just you know, we'll, again, we'll probably have more in a few days. Um, 
got a couple. First of all, what'd you send Kyle Whittingham? Mm. <laughs> yeah, nothing yet. But <laughs> see how it goes. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I will say, um, unbelievable on our respect for what he's done and going up against them last year in the Rose Bowl and how uh, what a pro he is. Uh, and then to see them play the way that they did in that game doesn't surprise me because of uh, what they've built there and how they do it. And uh, uh, really happy to you know see them uh, win their conference championship again and go back to the Rose Bowl and um, you know really uh, job well done. That was a throwaway. This uh, can you address well the big plays yeah. when you dissected them? I mean, I we've all looked at them. Uh, we can kind of pinpoint what happened on some of those. Was there any overriding thing with them? Is there anything you can say about what caused those breakdowns? I, I think, um, like anything, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams, I mean, it's a combination of things. You know, um, you always feel like as a play caller on in, in all three phases that you know, you can put your guys in better situations. That's our job as coaches is to put them in better situations. So that's the first thing you always look at. And uh, could we put our players in better situations? Yes, we could. Um, you know, can we execute better? Yes. And so uh, it was a little bit of both. You know, um, certainly on the, the zero blitz there, the ball came out and uh, it didn't quite make that play. And there was a couple shots down the field. And uh, and really in the first half, there was those two passes that um, that got away from us. But that's in, in matchup games like that, it comes down to one or two plays. It, it ended up being four or five. Um, and then on offense, you know, we, we shot ourselves in the foot with some penalties. And again, looking at some some calls you'd like to have back. You know, some things we didn't, you know, a couple uh, false starts, got us out of rhythm a little bit, uh, got to do a better job on third down. So, I mean, th there's a litany of things that we identified that we have to do a better job of. And what can you say about what we all think was the fake punt? What yeah. happened on that play? Uh, yeah, I'd rather not get into it. <laughs> you know, um, I think, you know, you guys have now seen that it was. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it just didn't get done. So. Yeah, Bill took a lot of what I was going to ask about. I guess um, you had five of those plays <clears throat> go for 45 yards or longer. You watched the game last night with Georgia. They put up 50 points and looked like they had were doing it in three, four, five play drives. You know, they were hitting some junk plays there too. Just uh, I don't know how important is it in this game to be letter perfect with calls, execution, et cetera, or you're going to be looking at another 50-point game going up on the board probably. I think when you look at the CFP, and I don't know where it was based off of last year, but I think the winning team usually scores, you know, 49 to 50 points. So, um, you know, we're going to have to play well on offense. Like you said, everything's going to have to be on point. Execution's going to have to be on point. Game plan will have to be on point. And, um, you know, I think about the game we played against Clemson, it was, I think we had 49 or something like that. So you're going to have to score points against a team like this, that's for sure. Uh, this question is basically, can you take us through the last 190 hours of your life? But <laughs> specifically, how tough was it Saturday night, immediately afterward? When did you really start to think about, hey, we could get in? And then where did you watch the USC-Utah game, and how did you watch the USC-Utah game? Yeah, I mean, um, you can imagine what that was like, um, or maybe you can't, but um, yeah, it was awful. Um, rather not get into it, but that yeah, was it was it was a bad week. But I uh, went back out on the road recruiting, and then that that night I was um, doing a home visit in Cincinnati. Drove uh, from Cincinnati to Columbus for the first half, and then uh, made it home and watched the rest at, at the house. So, did you, you have it on radio, on your phone, on the TV, over in the passenger seat? You're yeah, on the radio. <laughs> I on the radio. Yeah. And, and did you did you think Saturday night after the loss? 
we could still make it? Or like how, when do you start processing that possibility when you're dealing emotionally with such a difficult thing? Yeah, I mean, it takes, it takes a couple of days to get there and, and figure out what's next. But, um, you know, as you start to get towards, you know, Monday, Tuesday and, you know, get the guys together and say, okay, what's the plan for this week? All right, you know, um, we got to identify what went wrong, but then, okay, what are we doing moving forward? And that's why we decided to have um, a team meeting and a practice on Wednesday and then on Thursday and get out there and say, guys, you know, we're, and I say, you know, we're playing, you know, in a game here in the CFP. So um, we got to keep our edge. I think that's important. I think once you get into a whole week of doing nothing, you can, you can kind of get into that off season mode and you get a little lazy, a little sloppy. And, and we didn't do that. We kept our body weights up. We got back on the field, got to work. Um, with no guarantee of anything. But the guys went out there and had a really good practice on Thursday and um, said, you know, if, if we make this thing, then we know we have this in the back pocket, kept our edge, and now we'll go back out there on Tuesday this week and get back to work. And I just just so we have the lens of this, when you're practicing, it's not necessarily that, like, well, we're going to play a game regardless. It's not we're going to play a bowl or a playoff game. We're going to play again. You're practicing Wednesday and Thursday with this is a playoff practice. Yeah, we're playing the CFP. You got it. Thank you. Sorry, I had to leave a second ago. Uh, what what burns at you more when you hear the nitpicking and the uh, catchphrases that have gone on <coughs> since that game a week and a half ago? Uh, too timid play calling, giving up the big this four, new four yeah, two five I mean, I defense. I don't. I don't really. Yeah. I don't listen to that stuff. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, because if I did, then you know, obviously, it'd drive you insane. So you can't do that. So just put your phone away and move forward and try to coach the team. Could I ask one quickie uh, follow up on it? Do you think y'all were too timid in your play calling? No, I mean, you, listen, you look at everything and, you know, you try to go back and figure out what went wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, there's certain things that you want to have back always, you know, and then there's uh, a lot of areas that you got to, you know, look at and figure out how you can do it better. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And the reason I'm asking that is 27 points against Oregon. I think it was 27 against Michigan, 23 against Michigan. Those are y'all's three losses mm -hmm. in the last two years. Uh, obviously, you look at the big plays given up defensively, but offensively, what has been your challenge, I guess, to your offense going into heading, heading forward now? Well, I think it's just that that we talked about is, you know, in these big games, whether it's a CFP or in a game like that, typically the team that wins is, is north of 40 points. And so, you know, that's kind of the goal. And if we're not getting that and scoring at that rate, then we put ourselves at risk of, of on offense relying on the defense, which, you know, that's okay too is to rely on your defense and I think you know defensively we got to play better but but the offensive mindset has to be that you need to be in that 40 to 50 range to go win these games and you touched on this a little bit a minute ago what does it say about the Big Ten y'all have two teams in yeah <laughs> uh I think it's great I mean I mean yeah and, and obviously Penn State sitting right there also yeah I mean two, you know three teams in the Big Ten East in the top what seven I think Penn State ended up seven so um, and I think they had a great year you know um it did some really good things so uh, I think it's great for the Big Ten. I think it was, um, you know, it's it's the whole Big Ten conference this year is hard. And they also we play nine conference games. So when you look at the number of wins in the conference, you know, there's going to be one more loss on everybody's record, obviously one more win, but um, but that's a challenge. And then, you know, playing a 10th game is also part of it too. When, you know, you have a non-conference opponent like Penn State had Auburn, you know, we had uh, Notre Dame. I mean, that, that all matters, you know. And so, you know, the gauntlet of that at the end of the season, you know, um, I think makes us strong. But... Um, but great to see the Big Ten have two teams here in the CFP. And one last thing for me. Uh, uh, when I say Georgia, what comes to mind? What comes to mind for me is a violent defensive front. I mean, they seem to play that way, big guys. Offensively, they like to, you know, control the ball, et cetera, that 12 personnel, et cetera. When I say Georgia to you, what comes to mind? 
Well, I mean, it comes to mind is you know very like you said a lot of talent, a lot of good players, but uh, very well coached too in both both offense and defense. You know Kirby's done a great job. He's got a really good staff there, and uh, Coach Munkin's done a really good job on offense this season. And you know they like you said they play with those two tight ends that um, you know put you in stress in different areas. And um, you know they run the ball under their physical, but they they do a great job. And Bennett really runs the whole thing. So uh, big challenge. That's why they're defending champs and undefeated this season. Thanks, man. Yeah. Good. You got it, guys. Yep.